Harangity is my favorite player in the game. I will not call him what everybody else does. His name is Harangity, like Harangity. If you're desperate, take a look. I'm going to take, I don't give a rap ass from state. They are no big, so it doesn't matter. Come turn on time and make maybe one round, two, and they're out. Oh, you're asking me? Yeah, I'm asking. I mean, you know, ain't nobody else with the show right now. So it's just you and I, Rock. I, I, I just wondered. Um, I found out, you know, earlier, you know, hey. I don't know. I, maybe I shouldn't get into that. You know what? It's, it's every holiday. It's Memorial Day. It's Labor Day. It's Easter. It's Valentine's Day. You know, it's 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 those days that I think get the hell off the air because I want to go make dinner. Live from Dirty Water Studios, from right here in Beer City, USA, Grand Rapids, Michigan. You're listening to the Three Point Turn. Uh, it's really going to be all or nothing with this guy this week. Bad enough to run pick and roll to Blake Griffin. All right, hey, what's up, Beer City Hoopers? Uh, it's been a while since I talked to you guys live on the air here. So we're in the Blog Talk Radio, Dirty Water Tavern Studios over here. You can call in if you'd like at 877-257-6519. Today we got a special episode of the Three Point Turner Podcast as we're talking to Elizabeth Sanders uh, about the legacy of her late husband, Michael Sanders, as uh, there is a uh, patronicity online fundraiser campaign going on uh they were hoping to raise twelve thousand five hundred dollars which would be matched by the michigan economic development council is that council committee corporation i don't really uh i got medc on here so i i apologize hey just like usual as we do around here at the last minute something went wrong uh and so unfortunately i don't have the headset on today i've got the blue uh snowball mic ice ice snowball snowball ice mic is that what that is uh, the blue microphone here in front of me. Uh, we've got the headphones back on. Those are working. And uh, we'll be here for the next uh, up to an hour talking about hoops here in Grand Rapids, whether it's uh, beer. Uh, we're back on the beer scene. Beer of the month this month for the month of September 2017 is actually not an IPA. Uh, that is surprising, as you guys know around here. We tend to drink uh, those hoppy beers. Uh, IPAs are at the top of our list most of the time. And you can check that out over at BeerCityHoops.com. Beer of the Month this month from Keweenaw Brewing in Houghton, Michigan. Those of you that don't know where Houghton is, I'm not talking about Houghton Lake uh, there in the middle of the Lower Peninsula. I am talking about Houghton, Michigan, home of Michigan Tech, the Huskies up there, home to a lot of Finnish Americans. Uh, Those of you that are out there, we would like to uh, remind you that uh, the former SUMI College, now Finlandia University, is located just across uh, the river or the Keweenaw Canal right there in Houghton Hancock, and it's now uh, the Finlandia University Lions. We'll be talking to them coming up here in the next couple months about their basketball program and what they're doing up there in the UP. For those of you that do know about the UP and Houghton and in particular, we'd like to give a shout-out to our guys at Keweenaw Brewing for their Liftbridge Brown Ale. Uh, this is a brown ale uh, that is regarded as a high-end brown ale around here. We really enjoy it. They also make a, uh, a black ale called the Widowmaker. That's not uh, that's not appropriate to say today. I apologize. Um, boy, that's horrible, Greg. And they've got some other beers that are out there that uh, I think you guys should check them out, keywinoutbrewing.com. If you are in the Houghton area, they are right on the main drag. You can stop into their tap room and try out all their beers. But their Liftbridge Brown Ale, 
uh, is dedicated to what some people may have called the Little Mac in the past. I guess that's how it was. Uh, it, it, it was what known to us here, uh, those of us that run the show and behind the scenes. Uh, it's always called the Little Mac Bridge from Houghton to Hancock. It is a lift bridge with two levels, uh, so that boats and other watercraft vessels may, you know, sneak underneath that bridge. Some of those boats being uh, just the size of canoes and, and kayaks, and some of those other ones being the boats that would head out to, you know, I don't know, say Isle Royal. Uh, some of the big mining boats that used to uh, run through. Uh, the canal there. Those of you that don't know, the Copper Country, as it's called, Keweenaw Peninsula, Copper Harbor, the Copper Country up there, known for its iron ore mining and other mining uh, ventures. And so we can get into that a little bit uh, if you guys care to, but that is not why we're here today. We're here today uh, to talk about the legacy of Michael Sanders, and we'll get into that in just a couple minutes as soon as uh, we can get our guest on the phone. But since we are talking about beer right away, one of the things that I want to uh, send a send a shout out to our guys at Grand Armory Brewery. Brewery, geez, Grand Armory Brewing. Can we say that correctly? Grand Armory Brewing in Grand Haven, Michigan. Uh, currently, we've got some New England double IPAs, cloudy with a chance of hops. Those of you that know, we are a fan of both uh, beers here from Beer City and from all around the West Michigan, Michigan area and so i wanted to give a, a shout out to our guys in grand haven they've been on the podcast before they do a great job with their beers you know as i said we're ipa guys so we drink a lot of the, the hoppy stuff and when they uh came out with this new england double ipa we were very excited jumped right into it found as much as we could stocked up the fridge here at the studio and so uh we have a couple cans here and we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and uh enjoy our time tonight while we uh while we talk here looks like our guest is uh here on the phone lines and i will introduce her as elizabeth sanders um and that's all i'm going to introduce her as because just like you guys out there uh, i don't want to i don't want to give her an introduction that uh, i think she can give an introduction for herself um and she'll be able to uh just discuss with us what's going on in east town and over there at Wilcox Park. So, Elizabeth, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, well, thank you for coming on. I know uh, those of you guys out there that are listening live right now, Elizabeth is a couple time zones away west of us hanging out in another beer city, uh, well, at least uh, home to another beer city in Colorado. So I, I want to just say thank you for uh, taking the time to join us tonight. Yeah, I'm just glad I made the right time zone. <laughs> So, That's yeah, right. it's great out here in uh, Denver, but I do miss Grand Rapids. Well, from one beer city to the former uh, beer city, uh, we, we will say thank you and welcome to the show. Uh, Elizabeth, so this is kind of a, I, I, I'm sure it's, it's, a, it's a heartfelt subject, and what we wanted to talk about here was just the legacy of your late husband, Michael Sanders, and, and what was really going on with uh, Wilcox Park and, and kind of just with the fundraiser and the reinvention of what's going on. And, and can you just tell us a little bit uh, to start about, about Michael? Yeah, for sure. So um, he grew up a, block, a couple blocks from Wilcox Park and used that basketball court throughout his youth and um, adulthood um, until he was 32 years old when he was in Oklahoma 
in his right leg. Um, at the time that he was diagnosed, he very shortly after had two of his quads removed, um, which limited his ability to play basketball and um, kind of changed his life. He had to learn how to walk again and had to undergo chemo. Um, that was in July, or June, July of 2014. And then um, about six months later, we found that the uh, cancer had spread to his lungs and metastasized, so um, he was then considered terminal. Um, he fought cancer for another 18 months and um, eventually got back to walking and back to the gym. He was never able to play basketball again on a competitive level, but we would play horse and shoot around a little bit. But he never lost his edge or his competitive nature, and he was um, – I don't know a ton of, well, I mean, I've gotten to know more cancer survivors that has asked his doctor to live in court, and uh, he wanted to know how quickly he could get back to the gym. So that um, competitive spirit and that health um, value of health and fitness was always present for him and did not stop when he was um, diagnosed cancer and it didn't stop when he was diagnosed terminal he was um he did not have a very good out about uh six to nine months that he was given um maybe a year tops and he survived 18 months so um it was huge that he put so much into his health and had a great attitude and really um was just overall wonderful person so when he passed um you know we were trying to think of he did not have any wishes for how to be remembered or what his legacy would be. He kind of wanted to leave myself and the people who loved him with a lot of leeway to figure that out as, as we wanted. Um, Will Braxma was Oh, we're cut. Maybe that's me on my end. In his memory. So, so he, Will and his wife kind of undertook the project, but then they had their first son who's named after Work on the town, we which is the um, MEC, and we're we started the fundraiser, so it was kind of a whirlwind. So now, as we look at you guys, have raised over uh, since in the first three days, which I believe started last week, uh, you've raised over the twelve thousand five hundred dollar uh, not limit but goal that you're you were trying to re to raise. Excuse me matched by the Michigan Economic uh, Development, uh, geez, I, I don't know, is that coalition? I know. <laughs> Corporation, yeah. We've always called it MEDC, so we know what we're doing. And you yep. worked with the East Community Association as well, um, you know, yes. to, to kind of just focus on. I'm partnering on, with them, yep. How was how uh, the East Town community really just kind of, you know, welcomed you in and 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 kind of you know just become a family to you. Is that uh, kind of how this is going? Is well, yeah. The East Town Community Association has been just fantastic, very helpful and very supportive. I got to sit and talk with their board about what we wanted to do, and they we were excited, or I was really excited. Um, as I said, Mike was um, an East Town resident through much of his childhood and then we also lived for um 
about five years as adults after we are married. We move out of the East Town area, but um, I have to think of a, or I have to think of myself as kind of a, kind of still a resident because I eat there pretty often. <laughs> all of my favorite all of my favorite restaurants are still in East Town, so I'm I'm pretty much there as much as I am in my own uh, area. And he always loved the area directly surrounding Wilcox Park and always kept an eye on the houses as they went for sale. Um, so I know that if he lived longer, his goal long term would have been to get back uh, that back into that area as a resident. So we can we can call you uh, it, it, if I may a, a, a brick road fan because that's usually yeah uh, the, 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 the <laughs> I, yeah I I pretty you know, much and uh, <laughs> all right so tell me tell me a little bit about the the patronicity campaign if you would just um you know when yeah so you went live last week and within three days bang there it was the goal was already uh yeah it was amazing so the patronicity campaign they allowed to team grant which is fantastic because when you approach people about reading 12,500 it's a lot easier than reading 25,000 or sorry 12 yes it's a lot easier than uh, 25,000. You know, it's just a, a little bit easier for people to wrap their mind around. Um, so this was a fantastic opportunity. And um, yeah, the campaign started on September 11th. And I anticipated that, you know, I, I had talked to a lot of people. Um, his The anniversary, the first anniversary of his death was July 26th. And I had kind of um, let people know that it was something that it was a possibility and that I was hopeful and that um, it would be, if all went well, hopefully we'd be starting it. Um, so some people were ready, but um, I had no idea that it would go as quickly as it did or that it would be as, as embraced as it was or that people would be um, as generous as they were. So um, that was fantastic. And then after we hit our goals after three days, I kind of thought, oh, now what? Because I didn't know if it would just end or, you know, what would happen. So I quickly reached out to Patronicity and reached out to the city of Grand Rapids and the East Town Community Association. And the um, it will go on until November 10th, um, no matter what. And so we'll keep raising money. And um, as uh, as we go, we'll kind of, I'm in or in talks with. Um, the ECA and with the city of Grand Rapids to kind of look at other parts, um, maybe not other parts of the park, but what improvements could be made, either um, upgrading materials for the basketball court or putting in, um, my plan was to donate a bench on behalf of um, myself and our family, um, but now we might be able to upgrade materials or um, put that as part of the campaign. And then also we were looking at other improvements that might might take place either lights or um, looking at the bathrooms or other amenities in the park. Um, it really will depend on the cost of those amenities and how much we continue to raise. So I'm talking with communities uh, this time just to see um, what like our stretch goals might be for like a five thousand dollar, ten thousand dollar, or fifteen if we way you know overshoot or if it stays around what it is which is uh just over two thousand right now um two thousand extra with something like an upgrade or um looking at you know or looking at nicer benches 
All right. So I'm super grateful for things like this where we get the word out even more. Yeah, and I I think that's why we uh, specifically wanted to do this. I was at breakfast Sunday morning. I was scrolling through some of the some of the Facebook and Twitter and saw the story on M Live, and I thought this is the perfect time to reach out. This is really, uh, you know, the kind of story that that you know we, we call ourselves Beer City Hoops. We really enjoy the Beer City part of of it, and we really enjoy the hoops part of it. And, and then there's the you know the the citizen aspect of, of being a part of Grand Rapids and seeing what's going on. And I thought this story in particular just kind of you know it 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 grabbed me specifically you know by the arm and by the heart i i had lost an aunt to cancer earlier this year and mm-hmm. and just reading through the m live story i thought well this is this is a perfect time to reach out and find out a little bit more what can we do as uh you know as a website slash podcast and and those people that are out there listening or or, or you know following along uh, us on Facebook or, or Twitter, what can we do? We can still go to Patronity, you said, through November 11th. So um, tell, yep, tell us a little bit. November of- 10th. Oh, yeah. Um, yep, so what you can do is go to Patron. Um, um, just spread the word. Like you said, the MLive All right, well, it looks like our call dropped. Um, I've been having a little bit of trouble here in Elizabeth and I, I, let me, let me add on to that real quick. Um, for those of you out there that are listening, we've had a little bit of, of call trouble, so we'll see if she can't, uh, reach us back here real quick. Um, there it is. All right, Elizabeth, you there? <laughs> Sorry about that. My phone is not always the best in the Denver area. So I apologize for that. I don't know when uh, when I lost you. So, uh, well, tell us a little bit about patronage. We've we've had a little bit of trouble here on our end too. Uh, maybe the computer is a little bit older than it should be, and we should probably update <laughs> that. So, uh, we we won't ask for donations on that end. I'd rather them give the money uh, to the campaign. So, go ahead and just uh, start from the beginning again with patronage. And oh yeah, okay, here. so. Yeah, so the Patronity campaign, um, it will continue to raise funds through November 10th at 8.30 p.m. And um, patronicity.com, which is P-A-T-R-O-N-I-C-I-T.com slash Mike Sanders. And that will get you directly to the site where you can donate. You can read a little bit more about Mike and a little more about the uh, the campaign. Um and then you can also for that you can click. Um, there's a few different there's a few different links that you can share. I keep waiting for you to cut back. We are cutting in and out, so I I will go over that again real quick. Uh, folks, you can go to patronicity.com. Uh, she's dropped again. I don't I don't know what's going on here with our phone lines, but I I will get this to you and and we'll get on. Uh, that patronicity, P-A-T-R-O-N-I-C-I-T-Y, backslash Mike Sanders. And you can go there and you can check out, you can read the story about Mike. Uh, you can share it on Facebook. You can, all right, so we're back. I'm just going over this again. So you can share it on Facebook. You can share it on Twitter. Um, you can, like I did, I just, I looked up Elizabeth on Facebook and I thought, well, I'll just reach out this way and, and see if I can't get a hold of her. And, and see if she wanted to come on. Um, 
and, and I can't I can't thank you enough for for coming on. I I just wanted to to share the love and spread this story because, it, you know, we've played basketball all over the city. We've been on all the courts, mm-hmm. you know, anywhere and everywhere in all the parks. And I thought, you know what? I'm not sure if we've played at Wilcox Park. I, I know that oh, we played you should. down at Aquinas around the corner, but I'm not sure that we ever actually got over to Wilcox and, and done, hit that park there. Park. So, yeah, it's it's just uh, it's one of those places that with the three balls I'm looking at right now in that bag, maybe, uh, maybe these shoes have to get back out. Now, I do drink a little bit of beer here and there, so... We'll have to hit the basketball courts before I uh, crack a can open and uh, hit that because, well, the the weight's gained and the age the age has added up a little bit here in the last couple of years, <laughs> and I uh, I feel like my dad running around uh, running around the basketball court now, but he's not listening because he's out there uh, sawing logs, um, and I do not mean that uh, in any other way that he's out there in the woods cutting down trees. Uh, let's give a shout out to Grizzly Doug right now. All right, there it is. So, Elizabeth, what's next on your plate? Uh, at, you know, not just uh, with this. What what's next in 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 your life? You're you're in Denver, uh, but are you still here in Grand Rapids? Or are you just in yeah. Colorado? Yep. I'm just visiting Colorado. I'm actually um, I have kind of a career going on right now. I'm a yoga teacher. And I also am a writer and I'm out in Colorado learning um, massage or learning Thai massage. So when I come back in October, I'll be starting up um, medical massage therapy school so that I can continue and kind of branch into a new career of of Thai massage. So hopefully graduating in April and uh, taking on this new uh, new career for me because, you know, I didn't want to go straight into the medical field, but I wanted, after my experience with Mike, um, I wanted to find ways to help people and help people heal and uh, help people to take the best care of themselves that they can. And um, Thai massage has been the thing that's really, really helped me to take that next step. So I'm very excited to be able to share that once I get back home. Excellent. Now that that uh, that's that's really awesome. I, I really I, you know, I'm kind of cheesy. I like to give people all this credit for everything they do because it, yeah, it, it, <laughs> it's tough to get out there. And whether it's starting a career, whether it's changing a career, whether it's you know chasing a dream or whatnot, it, you know, it really it really deserves a lot of respect and, and a lot of recognition for you know just just doing it. Um, one of the things that I, I've never heard anyone say is pace your dreams. And so that's why our motto around here is chase it. Uh, right. Do you have a, is, is there brick and mortar that you've got set? Is this something that you're, you're chasing on, on your own? Do you, are, I mean, are you set in stone because, you know, April's not that far off. Well, I, right now, um, I teach yoga at Yoga Fever. Which is right down. They were generous to give me a, a month to pursue this um so i will be teaching continuing to teach you and then um i'm in talks to start or start um as a business in april if i want to um i'll let you guys if i don't want to so just in case but yeah i have something that i'm gonna do and i'm super excited i i've just um 
you know, that whole chase your dreams. Mike was huge on that. He was always very supportive of me um, chasing my dreams. I always felt extremely well supported and I was always able to, you know, do whatever I wanted in my life because of him and because of that was his focus. His last 18 months was re- really trying to get me up to live the best life possible. So you know, everyone talks about, uh, you know, their, their, of their life or and Mike really lived it like from the moment that he knew he was not going to much longer he switched his focus and he switched his focus to how to best preserve my quality of life which you know it's hard because you look at someone with a terminal illness and all you want to do is make them happy and give them but he just knew that you know he had already lived the life that he needed to live and he needed to focus on the future and he chose to focus on me and um, I can't tell you what that means Uh, you know there was a time where it felt like a lot of pressure but now I just feel just so much love and gratitude for him so that's one of the reasons that this is such a huge huge undertaking for me um, emotionally and personally because now I know that I've done part in um, preserving his legacy and showing other people, you know, what he meant to me and what he meant to the people who loved him. And, you know, when you start something like this, you go, okay, am I the only one? Is this really going to work? And then just the fact that it did work and it works so quickly and has exceeded expectations um, just reminds me, yeah, what an amazing person he was and that it wasn't, you know, all in my head. So <laughs> my family always teased me that he was, uh, that he was, Mikey was so cute and so funny and so perfect. And, you know, uh, he wasn't perfect, but he was so cute and so nice and so funny. Really glad that, uh, that people all get to remember him, even if they never, never met him through this, uh, through this court and through the fundraiser and just through his legacy. So it's really fantastic. Well, I can hear the love in your voice and I want to shoot some love and respect to you. I'm, I'm sitting here in a t-shirt that, uh, you know, my aunt and I, we, we, I had two of these, so I sent her one and, uh, you know, she's my baseball confidant, you know, she would, uh, it, in, in fact, there's a bunch of bobbleheads behind me from the from the Arizona Diamondbacks that I whatever bobblehead they'd get, they'd always get two, and I'd always get one of them. And here it ends oh, up cool. in my house, you know. And and so I can turn to those. I I can you know look at this shirt I'm wearing today. I thought this would be a great shirt to wear today as as we did this podcast. So I just want I just want to show you you know the love and respect that we have for you and what you're doing. Um, and, and not just with with this campaign and this fundraiser, but knowing how much I can hear it in your voice, you know, just how much this means to you and how much, uh, you know, what people are doing mean to you. And so we we want to give give back as well. So we're going to we're going to get out there. We're going to make a donation on behalf of, uh, you know, the podcast here. Uh, my wife's coming home from Miami today, so she doesn't get a break with the 90 degree weather when she gets here. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll make sure I'll make sure that uh, she's jumping on on the bandwagon as well, and and we can you know throw throw some donations at you guys um, because oh, now you. we have to get to Wilcox Park, and also we're gonna chase you down, and we're gonna find you once you once you get back here into Beer City. We're gonna ask you about the yoga because we know the people at Yoga Fever. I work with them on a uh, on a professional basis during during my day job, so I know oh, them fantastic. as well. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna find out about what you're writing and and if you 
you know, if you need an outlet to write about basketball or just about whatnot, I've got a spot for you here at BeerCityHoops.com where you can say, hey, I don't know what the heck's going on with LeBron James, but boy, does he cry a lot. <laughs> well, it's it's funny because I don't know. I watched basketball with Mike regularly. He was a big U of M fan, and, uh, you know, I always called it sports ball as a joke because I wasn't very um, – I wasn't very well versed, but I did ask a friend of mine uh, who played with him forever to say, you know, give me a few tips about what Mike was like as a player. And he said he he sent me a whole page worth of information. But I think the key was Mike had a pretty good trash talk game and he could get into guys heads. And our friend said that he loved seeing that and loved watching it develop over time because Mike always knew how to into someone's head and turn it against the hyper-competitive people. So I think if there's one thing to remember about his, would, uh, that would definitely be it. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll keep that in mind, and uh, maybe next time I'm out on that basketball court, I'll throw a little extra trash talk in there because, you know, I may be the guy that – it's funny that you brought up, uh, you know, you know uh, putting a bench – uh, over there at Wilcox Park, because I spent a lot of time on the bench, and in fact, uh, the guy that, <laughs> that I sat behind is the coach at one of the local colleges here now, and, and I, I look at him, and I'm like, hey, uh, is it possible I could just sit at the end of the bench for old time's sake, you know, I mean, you'll be on the right. court, that's fine, sit way down at the end of the bench, so, um, but boy, I, 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 I mean, this might be bad. I really like to say eat it when I shoot the ball. I, I will shoot the <laughs> ball, eat it, and uh, hopefully it goes in because otherwise I'll be eating that crow. But that, uh, that's just that's just my end. But, um, man, okay, so is there you – no, know, you're – you're you're a writer. What do you write about? Is that something you can you can tell us a little bit? About? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I um I do a lot of. I used to do more writing. I was in I was a person in corporate communications. Now I freelance and work with um, Gemini Publications, that uh, is um, usually Grand Rapids Magazine. Um, and then I also have a blog that I started after um, that's called Flyover Widow, and that's WordPress. And it's just basically about um, the uh, the first year of grief, um, or really my experience with grief, and just kind of a way to get it out there and share like kind of the real experience of grief. Um, and be- from that blog, I'm actually working on a book, um, which is what I spent the bulk is uh, just kind of working on a book about the first year of grief, and hopefully getting an editor and a publisher, or I want to. I'm pursuing self-publishing over the next few months while I'm in uh, massage therapy school. So I figured that's the, that's the time to work on the book. And then I've got um, also a couple ideas for uh, fiction and a play about my So I'm just trying to, um, I've done a lot of uh, corporate communications and now I'm taking this time to see if I can be a creative writer as well. It may not work, but I'm going to see what happens. <laughs> My uh, sister's a, a MFA and she teases me all the time that it may not work. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's, uh, One of uh, our writers here at Beer City Hoops, he's just a, uh, he's a freelance writer. He comes in and he, he likes to write football. So we let him go on our, our little Beer City Sports page and write about football 
And uh, I ran into him this weekend, and I told him, hey, you know, I, uh, I'm i a real technical writer. I just like to write about the games and tell you what happened. And he looked at me like, you think I'm creative? Come on, man. I, that's what I want to do. So we both <laughs> want to write about the game, get a little technical, you know, just kind of be that. And as we were talking, we just realized that, uh, you know, that it is it is fun to, uh, you know, just kind of get out of your your comfort zone and, and that creative nature. Like, you may not think it's there, folks. But it's there, it, you know. It, it really is, and you just—I love listening to the way that you describe that because it really—it really is that motto: chase it. And and the self-publishing, yeah. it seems like you're just super busy, and and that's—I mean, that's that's life, and that's that, that's what we want to, you know, just kind of get out here is like, you know, hey, I, it, this all started. It, for those of you out there that I got to tell Elizabeth this, for those of you out there that already know this story, you've heard it a hundred times. This whole thing started when I got married and my wife said, okay. question, how much do you spend on tickets every year? And I didn't <laughs> want to tell that it was six to $7,000 a year going to basketball games and gas and hotels and, and driving all around the country to go to different basketball games because you know that kind of seemed a little bit uh a little bit quirky a little bit uh maybe fanatical mm-hmm. um and so she looked at me and said you ever thought about being media well here we are now and you know we're we're nba credentialed and and okay we're we're somewhat nba credentialed uh we're <laughs> to the nba and, and and be the media guy but you know that's what it was it was just like hey there's that dream there's that creativity, go find it. And if it takes off, it takes off. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. And hey, we may be breaking even, we may be still losing six to $7,000 a year running this website and podcast and, and everything else we do. But, but I mean, why not? Right. I mean, why not? Right. Why not just chase Life is short. You have to try. <laughs> and, and that's just it. You know, so it, it, it took me that day that all of a sudden my phone was re- was recording right in the face of Stan Van Gundy, uh, Detroit Pistons head coach. Oh yeah. And I thought, I ma- I I made it, I made it, you know. And I and I may not have had my phone in another coach's face since that, and that might have been two years ago. But but you know you 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 take that to heart and you build off of that and you just find a little bit here and there to keep going and. I think that's that's one of the things that we like to, you know, just kind of spread the messages. It's not just what you've done or what you can do. It's what you want to do. And, and, well, we hear my dog in the background telling me that, yeah, that's right, Dad. You tell him. You tell him. You tell him. Um, yeah, okay, so we're, we're going we're gonna to go to the website. So what I'm going to do is with the podcast here, we're going to write up a little story. We'll get a little background information on there so that our fans can chase you down. They can go to your blog on WordPress as well. Um, and then they can just know this story. And if they got a chance, they got a couple bucks, they can give it up. Uh, you know, we can get this, this Wilcox Park reinvention going on. And then they can come out to Wilcox Park, and I will talk trash to them, you know, to them on the court. They're probably better than me. That's fine. I'm old and fat. <laughs> But but we'll get out there and we'll do it. And I just I, I you know we we love doing this and it's so it it's so interesting and and both just kind of humorous to me that you know I can walk into this podcast it you know thirty seconds before and just kind of be in a you know that post work post long day traffic jam attitude and as soon as I see that red light go on with the on air button 
we're, we're ready to go. And I think that everybody needs a little bit of that in their life. And I think that you've brought that to the podcast tonight. And I, I really just appreciate that and want to say thank you. Uh, you know, just from all of us here, whether it just be me in the studio tonight, the dog behind me going crazy who really wants to get on the mic, or, uh, you know, everybody out here that listens to the show. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity to talk about it. I mean, as you can tell, I love talking about Mike. I love talking about myself. And I love that this fundraiser is really taking off and giving the opportunity to keep all of that going. And I think that, you know, it's just going to be wonderful. And this is just the beginning. So I will definitely keep you um, in the loop as to how everything's going. And once we do, um, you know, we'll invite you to the celebration, the ribbon cutting, and uh, maybe you can even do some trash talking with some of uh, some of the people that have played with Mike and hear the stories firsthand. So that will be, uh, and I'll tell you about my epic horse game um, that I actually won against Mike at Wilcox Park. I'll do a little reenactment for you. So, uh, yeah, we'll have a lot of fun. So thank you for this opportunity and for your kindness, and it's been wonderful. Elizabeth, I will trash talk the M Live guys all night long. We may, we may not be anywhere near their numbers, but I will trash talk to their face all night long. Hey, we did this from scratch. Um, all right, another thing I want to say is, hey, if if you are a Beer City lover and you, you want to tip a glass and raise a glass and 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 cheers to Mike, I'd I'd love to meet you out there when you get back in town and, and we we can do that as well. Um, oh, for sure. Maybe on one of those uh, one of those brick road bars over there that uh, yeah oh yeah. yeah and I will be following the uh, the and try in the podcast and trying to uh, keep up with the sports ball as much as possible. <laughs> I love it. I love the sports ball. All right, well I'll let you go and I'll get you out of here and then uh, just once again thank you so much for for telling your story. Thanks for having a good, I mean, 40 minutes long. This is usually, I tell everybody, hey, it's going to be 10, 15 minutes, we'll talk, and then we turn it into 40-minute <laughs> conversation. And that's what really makes me happy about doing the podcast, and I think that's what really brings this, you know, it, we can talk about beer, we can talk about hoops, but the city part, you know, the city part, it, it, the middle of that, it really brings the two together, and the people in the city really bring that together, and that's what we're here for, and we just, you know, we, we love it, and we're going to keep pushing, and we're going to keep, uh, you know, doing what we can to, to honor Michael, and hopefully we can uh, raise some more money for you and, and see you down the line. For sure. Well, thank you. All right. Well, enjoy Denver. It's uh, It may be one of my second favorite cities only because the Southwest tickets are so easy to get to Denver and Grand Rapids and back. And they're right? really cheap. <laughs> Those of you out there that don't know, Southwest of Denver is so much cheaper than anywhere else, and it's direct, and you can do it late in the day or you can do it early in the day. If you want to drive to Chicago, you want to fly it Wednesday at 1130 at night, you can almost get a $49 ticket from Chicago to Denver. Uh, you can get a, a, a you know return flight Saturday morning. Sometimes they're forty nine dollars. Now we haven't gone since last basketball season, so they're probably eighty five bucks <laughs> this year. But it's all good. Um, Elizabeth, once again, thank you so much. I'll get you out of here, and then uh, we'll get that. We'll get a little story up on the website, and it'll get all you know. We'll we'll whoever's listening, whoever's following us, we're gonna get that out there. We're gonna try and get some more money, and maybe we can get those improvements taken care of. So we've got until November. You said November 10th? 
and then we'll get that uh, we'll get that right out. So. Um, All right, wonderful. Well, thank you so much. You have a great night, and uh, yeah, take care. All right, we'll uh, we'll stay in contact. I'll I'll reach out. To okay, you very thank good. you. So much. Right, okay, thanks. Bye. All right, folks, we're gonna take a one minute break because this beer from Grand Armory is empty, and I need to jump to the kitchen to get one because we have a kitchen here at the studio. You're listening to a GS Celtic interview here on the Sunday Morning Referee Show. Brandon Price over here with Soccer Zone. The marketing and communications manager for Cheryl Airport International Airport. Wimcat. Uber's in town. I figured I might want to talk to one of the drivers to find out uh, what it's really about. Jewel and Blair from Pixie Kill. We're pretty good. How are you doing? What's up, How are you doing? What's up, Thermo? How are you doing? That is me. Hey, JC. That is, that is you. Where are you calling in from? I'm calling her from Pennsylvania, from Philly, but I have to say something really diva really quick. Bring him on. We want to talk. Grand Abbott, too. One-on-one against Larry Bird could dominate him. This is Ty Emlander, and you're listening to the Three-Point Turn. All right, a couple quick things before we get out of here. We want you guys to go over to Patronicity. It's P-A-T-R-O-N-I-C-I-T-Y backslash Mike Sanders. Otherwise, look up Michael Sanders on Patronity through the search bar. We want you to go over there and we want you to give some money because Wilcox Park is going to be reinvented. The basketball court is going to be... uh, You know how we do this, right? It takes a nation to raise a child. I mean, I don't know who said that. I probably do know who said that, but, you know, because half of you guys don't want me to say her name on the radio, that's fine. I want you guys to go over there and donate some money. We're going to donate some uh, here from the Beer City Hoops crew. We also want to put this out to you right now. If you go to beercityhoops.com backslash shop, S-H-O-P, all proceeds for the next seven days from T-shirts, from koozies, from any of our used vintage jerseys that we have on the website. All the proceeds, 100%, will go directly to this campaign. So go to the website, hit the shop button. It's right there in the, in the, on the top. You know where it is. It's far right. Go there. Order a shirt. They are blue. They are navy blue with yellow or maize. So maybe they're amazing blue Beer City Hoop shirts logo they're great t-shirts they run a little small so get the extra large you can wear it to play ball in you can cut the sleeves off you can cut the armpits out a little bit so it breathe they are printed locally they're made locally our friends at victory apparel just outside of grant well in the grand rap greater grand rapids area victory apparel is our t-shirt provider and so we want you to go there we want you to order the shirts we want you to go and order a beer, Beer City Hoops koozie. You drink a beer, I drink a beer. You drink a soda, I'll drink a soda. Buy some of this stuff. All the proceeds over the next week until we hit the podcast on next Tuesday will go directly in. Well, maybe not directly. Indirectly, we'll figure out a way. We'll get it into the Patronicity account right there. I'd love for you guys to do that. Are you looking for a vintage jersey? We've got a bunch from the NBA. We've got a bunch from the NFL. Major League Baseball, those jersey giveaway shirts, Brooks Robinson, Charlie Harmon, uh, who's the guy? 
Gonzalez from Colorado. Whatever you want to do. Or go directly to the Patronicity campaign. Donate some money. We want to see this. Uh, you know, they've already raised the 12-5 goal they wanted. It's going to be matched by the MEDC. East Town Community Association and the City of Grand Rapids are going to work together to find out where that money goes. But why not? I mean, they've already got the 25 grand. Why not get them to the point where it's 40 or 50 grand and watch the legacy continue? Watch the legacy live on for as long as possible. Reinvent this. Reinvent yourself. Do you have a dream? Don't pace it. Chase it. Just get out there. Take the leap. Take the next step. Figure out where you want to go. We're figuring out where we want to go. We're figuring out who we want to be. Maybe I'm having... uh, you know, these big dreams, but what are dreams if not big? They're nightmares. So make your big, your dreams big. Get out there. Chase them. Do what you can. We here at Beer City Hoops love you guys. We're in the studio. We want to bring in as many people, as many cool stories that are associated with beer, with the city of Grand Rapids, with the hoops here in the city of Grand Rapids. If you've got a new brewery coming, if you're the owner of a brewery, if you're in the city and you've got a great story to tell, if you are a hoops guy and you just want to come on here and, and tell your story, if you went to Macker and you won some trophies, if you went to Macker and you won a toilet bowl trophy, if you went to Macker and you lost all three games, we don't care. Come on the show, talk about it, tell us about what your life and what is going on in your life. We want to be here for you. We Some people call it West Michigan Live. We call it Beer City Hoops in the three-point turn contest. Why? Because what does Steph Curry do when he touches the ball? He takes the three-point turn, fires, and it's good. Love you guys. We'll see you next week. We'll be here on Tuesday, 6.30, a week from tonight. Tune in. Go over to iTunes and subscribe. Go over to Facebook and hit the like on the Beer City Hoops page. Go to Twitter. You can hit us at Beer City Hoops, just like it sounds. Or Beer City Hoops with an S, Beer, S-I-T-Y, Hoops. You can chase us down at Beer City Sports on Twitter as well. Google Plus, Instagram. We don't do Snapchat because we're in our 40s. That's how it is. We'll see you guys next week. I love you. Spirit City Hoops out. Three-point turn. Go give some money to somebody. Hopefully you get it to patronicity. Steve Scheffler, one-on-one with Larry Bird, dominated him.